Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and if you so desire for the next roughly hour or so, at least your Living Well Empowerment Agent. What the heck is that, you might be asking? Well, we will talk about that in the course of this show. And if you have not already joined us in the chat room and you are able to do so, please bring your ask into the chat room. You can just look for the word chat room along the red bar near the top of your screen. And if you click on that, give yourself a name and come on in. We will have a good old time here backstage at A to Zen. You can submit your questions live. You can participate in the conversation however you like. And the, the conversations don't always go exactly with what we're talking about. Sometimes we have some very interesting, um, what is that called? Sort of, um, oh gosh, what's that word? <laughs> 90-degree angle type of conversation, and regardless of what's being discussed, it's always a contribution to the, to the show, and so thank you for, for being a part of that, and thank you to everyone who comes to play. I am so honored and excited and delighted that you are participating and contributing, and here's my lovely co-host and co-pilot in consciousness, Miss Lilla Rue. She's coming to join us, as she does every week. And thank you for joining us every week. It has been really fun. We are at the second to the last show of 2015. Wow, it's pretty amazing. Come on, Liz. And um, yeah, what are you finding yourself doing? <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are kind of going crazy right now. Some people have just like written themselves off altogether. And there's a lot of this particular interesting stuff going on around this time of year, which is kind of what brought our topic for today. And the topic is, what are you asking for? Hmm. <laughs> a little bit of energy starts to kind of burble around that. What are you asking for? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Do you ever find yourself frustrated with the things that are showing up in your life because they maybe not really are what you've been asking for? <laughs> I know I've, I've had that. <laughs> so are you being careful what you're asking for? Or are you trying not to ask for too much? Or are you saving your ask for something really important? <laughs> so are you willing to even ask to begin with? Uh-huh. Yeah. So... We are calling all askers. <laughs> so come and explore with me this hour, if you will, the different possibilities of asking. Yeah. Are we willing to ask new questions? Are we willing to ask questions to begin with? Yeah. Are we willing to ask for something that truly works for us? And are we willing to ask for something we can't even find the words to express in this moment? And are you willing to stop stopping your asks from actualizing? What the heck are we talking about, you might be asking. <laughs> well, 
thing is a very interesting sort of thing that we get to play with here on this planet. And some of us actually can enjoy playing with it, and some of us, it takes a little, it takes some work. And it doesn't have to take work, it's just sort of the way it ends up getting created. A lot of us kind of go through that phase where, oh, we have some challenges with the ask. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hope you have brought your ask today. And if you would like to bring your ask live on the show, you can certainly do that. And I would be so, so tickled and delighted and honored to receive your questions live on air. If there's an ask that is just really bugging you, or if there's one that you're not willing to let go into the world, or if there's one that you're hiding from yourself that you really could begin to acknowledge and perhaps express into the world, and I wonder if that might... <laughs> change something in your life. <laughs> and so as Christine in the chat room is letting folks know, we're distinguishing bring your ask, A-S-K, not your ass, A-S-S, live on the show. But you could actually bring both because, you know, it's, it is virtual. It's online radio. Nobody has to see you if you're in your PJs <laughs> so, or if you're not, whichever is comfortable for you. So all about the ask. So what is the question? What is the question? What is your question? <laughs> it's funny. Um, I started to take some classes about, oh gosh, almost three years ago now, and they were classes in access consciousness, and some of you might hear us talk about access consciousness um, on, on from time to time on some of the shows. Yeah, like almost every show. And for me, what was really interesting, one of the funny things that I noticed right away is that um, basically, because access consciousness is primarily involves the tools of question, um, there's quite a bit of asking going on. And it's really about asking from a place of not necessarily looking for a specific answer. Um, and if you would like to know more about access consciousness, there is tons of information, both free and pay to play. And you can just go to accessconsciousness.com. Um, there's a whole slew of videos from all kinds of people, uh, who most of which are certified facilitators with access, who have some fabulous things going on. And many of them have come to play with me this year. Yay! So you can also look in my archives and play whatever show jumps up and waves at you, and you might find some interesting things there as well. But the interesting thing for me when I started taking the classes was... <laughs> Someone would step up to the mic or, you know, raise their hand if it was on a telecall, and and they would say, yes, what is your question? The facilitator would say, yes, what is your question? And the person, and I've I've done this too, so I'm <laughs> this is not about making anybody wrong. It's just an interesting thing we do. The person would go into this story, you know, talk about all of this information. They would start delivering all of this data, verbal data. And sometimes it would go on for about a minute or so, and sometimes the facilitator might let it go on, you know, oh, three, five minutes. And, and they would just let the person kind of give their spiel, you know. And then they would say, so what is your question? <laughs> and, and what is really fascinating is when you're on the receiving end of that, if you're in the midst of your story and you're trying to give all of this explanation and somebody says, so what is your question, you kind of blink a couple of times in the first time you, first few times you might hear it because it's like, oh, oh, 
I, I'm, I have to have a question. What? And and so it's really fascinating that most of us, and this is many many of us. This is what we learn. Most of us have been taught or have had it modeled to us. We have somehow picked up the habit that when we have something going on in our life or we want something to, to go on in our lives, we come from the space of conclusion or the energy of conclusion. And so it's like it is modeled frequently around in every culture that I know of to get into your brain, to get into your mind, and to have some type of figuring thing going on. Now, for many of us who are what we call one of the names for the, that we play with is head trippers. I am a head tripper of magnitude. So I do totally get this thing about really liking to be in your brain, in your mind, and figuring stuff out. And for much of my life, I loved figuring stuff out. And what I will tell you is that as I have played with the tools of access and added them to the other modalities that I brought with me to the table when I went into the classes of access consciousness, is it gives it has given me a very different way to play with collecting information and having my cognitive awareness and being in my awareness of beyond what is cognitively showing up in my world. So, what is your question? Is <laughs> a fabulous question to begin with. If you find yourself having a bit of a frustration, that could be an excellent place to start. What is my question? What is my question here? And sometimes that is all that's required to just sort of break up the intensity or the the nervousness, the the sort of weird energy that sort of goes sideways and it's like stuff is bumping into each other and it creates this sort of stagnancy in your ability to really just have your awareness, have information. That could be a great question to sort of put a, uh, you know how you, you, when you're putting linens on the new fresh linens on your bed and you f fluff the sheet, you like lift it up and then bring it back across. I'm not sure what that, there's actually a name for that, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but it's sort of like doing that with the energy. It like gives it a good fluff and kind of like shakes stuff through and it breaks away some of the intensity and it allows you to just have that moment where you're getting in touch with where you are once again. So what is my question? So that could be a fabulous question to play with. And I would like to, to point out first what goes on with our question often is something that we're not really educated, we're not really um, consciously educated here anyway, to be aware of and to really participate with. And that is, what is the energy that you are asking your question from? So what is the energy you are asking your question from? What do I mean by that? <clears throat> well, every single one of us, when we get to the space of question, we're coming from somewhere that has motivated us or given us reason to ask that question or have that question in our lives or in our universe. And when I'm asking you what energy are you asking your question from, 
what I'm really asking you to begin to play with is, are you asking your question from an energy of curiosity? Or are you asking your question from an energy of conclusion? Most of us, pretty much unconsciously, like not to our conscious knowing, we're often asking questions from conclusion. And that actually sort of predetermines what information we can actually receive, what awareness we can actually tap into from our question. So a lot of us learn to make a statement and put a question mark at the end of it. I certainly did that. <laughs> I did a lot of that. And then I would get really irritated when I wasn't getting a quote-unquote answer to my question, which really wasn't a question to begin with. Hence, I love this little dynamic where the facilitator would say, so what's your question? <laughs> and I still get that the universe is asking us that when we get that sort of, oh, I just ran into a wall or I just tripped over something kind of sensation. It's like the universe is is very – that's how I kind of see it is the universe is gently asking us, so what is your question? So it's like have you ever been working with someone on a project and the other person involved has been really prone to telling you what they want the project to be and telling you how they want the project to go and telling you what they think the project should result in. Yeah, I think we've probably all been with that in that dynamic in one form or another, whether that's a relationship or a work project or something for school or uh, one of your classes, you know, in college. Um, a lot of us have gone through uh, classes where you have lab partners. It's like, what happens when the person is telling you how this process should go? Is it really light and fun and room for exploration or is it a little bit more not so light <laughs> and maybe not so fun and maybe not a whole lot of exploration going on yeah when we are coming from the energy of a conclusion whatever we've concluded has to be is pretty much what we're telling the universe we're willing to receive and that my friends is actually a way we limit ourselves. Yeah. And I know some of you might have heard this before. And it only took me about 500 or 650 times before I really started to kind of set in. <laughs> but, oh, when I'm asking with a sort of hidden conclusion in my question, whether it's there verbally or, or just in the energy of what I'm asking from, I'm actually... One, not really asking for the thing I'm saying I want or desire. And two, I'm actually limiting what can show up. So you might hear us talk about energy being the first language. <laughs> yeah. And it is. <laughs> I don't have any other way to say that to you. Sorry, folks. It is. <laughs> if you peeled away all of the material world and you spoke to the essence, what would you find? Would you find brick and mortar? Would you find 
three-dimensional structure or would you find something else? Yeah, you'd find energy. You would tap into energy. You would Hopefully, you would be perceiving the energy of something. Yeah. So when we're asking from the energy of conclusion, what we have concluded must happen is really what we're telling the universe has to show up. And here's the interesting thing. The energy of your conclusion just might be very different from the energy of what you truly desire. So if you've put your conclusion into the um, the mix, the energy of your conclusion may actually prevent what you truly desire from showing up because it does not energetically match what you truly desire. It's a very interesting thing we can do here. And it's one of those really cool magic tricks, wizard tricks, in my interesting point of view, that we get to play with. Oftentimes, (laughs) we kind of use it really not in our favor, not to our advantage. And that's part of why, uh, well, there's not really a why, but that's part of my curiosity about this topic today, is I wonder how many of us are ready to actually be asking a question when the universe says, so what is your question, my darling? And I fully, in my awareness and in my knowing, my beyond cognitive knowing, I totally know, like I know, like I know, like I know, that the universe, by whatever name you choose to give it, the universe absolutely desires to gift to us all that we can possibly receive. And I am aware that a conclusion is actually a form of resistance to receiving. Have I mastered this myself? Hell no. (laughs) I am still playing with my magic tricks and my wizard tools. (laughs) So so please, do not feel that you are alone in this. Do not feel that I am telling you (laughs) how you have to do it. (laughs) Please know I am right here with you playing with the question and answering, no answering. It's really more about receiving information and playing with that and letting the universe show up for me in the ways that I really, truly desire. Did I did I grow up with learning those tools? No, I did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what else is possible with questions? And what is your question? And we do have some questions in the chat room. And we're also at a place that it seems like we might want to take a breath. So it's kind of a good spot for us to have a commercial break. And what I would like to invite you to do over the commercial break is play with a question. And play with, if you want, what is your question? So what is my question here? What, what do I desire to be asking? And if you begin to have awareness of what you've been asking for, or if you're having anything about something you have been asking for that is not showing up, quote-unquote, let that come into your awareness. 
And what I'd like to do is play more with some of this when we get back from our break. So you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and I am looking forward to more of this fascinating conversation about what are you asking for when we get back. Thanks, folks. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001, 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. And I am your host and Living Well Empowerment Agent, Keisha Clark. And today we are having some fascinating uh, foray into all about the ask. So what are you asking for? What is your question, my darlings? Yeah. So did you play with that over the break? And what awareness began to bubble up for you? Or did you find it a little bit crunchy and maybe you didn't want to play with any of that over the break? In either case, or whatever happened for you, what if that is totally fine? And... What information might you glean from that? Yeah. We've had some fabulous um, questions and uh, a few comments in the chat room, and I just want to kind of bring those forward a little bit. Um, So someone asked for an example of when I asked for something and it worked. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, it's interesting 
I have asked for things in my life, and some of those things have shown up in a way that I kind of had a sense that they were going to, like it it was more obvious to me. And then other things have shown up that I was like, it took me a little while to kind of recognize that, oh, wait a minute, I did ask for this. <laughs> so, so sometimes, let's see, uh, I would say my radio show would be one of those things that I've asked for. And I actually didn't know that I was asking for it to be a radio show. Because I wasn't saying I really, or my question wasn't, may I be a radio show host? My questions that I was putting out into the universe were, um, what would be fun for me? And what would allow me to play bigger in the world and be fun for me? And what would be a way for me to explore and learn more and play with more people and put my message out into the world that would be fun for me? Without having, and I was very clear that I didn't want to have to do a whole lot of, um, what do you say, um, a whole lot of specific one-to-one, all-day-long talking kind of things. I love facilitating, and I love playing with bodies, and I was also clear that with the logistics of my life throughout that portion of time, it was really not something that was going to be the greatest of ease for me to do at that point. So I kept putting the question out into the world of what would be fun for me. And I knew that I was ready to have something different show up. And I had gotten the name. I had heard the words living well with the spelling W-E-A-L probably almost a year before it actually became the name of this, what turned out to be this radio show and my, my business. Um, So, it worked. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> it worked, and it worked in a way that I could not have told you step A, B, C. So if I'm confusing anybody in the chat room, let me know. So, um, yeah, so that kind of, hmm, I'm wondering if I had any conclusions that I could I think in the beginning, I I kind of recall that I had some conclusions that I had to create a way to like leave the job I was at at the time and I had to have things in order before something else could happen. So I was putting question out into the universe and what I became aware of was that I was actually sort of creating hurdles (laughs) for the universe to have to jump through um, or hoops as it were for the universe to have to jump through for me to receive what I was asking for. So, I, I don't know if I fully replied to your question. If I didn't, you can ask ask me some more, please, in the chat. And let's see. We've also got, I saw something from Eleanor. Hi, Eleanor. And she said, when I conclude, I am really forcing the universe to give me something it might not be I might not be lined up for or it might not be lined up for. Absolutely. When I was talking about the energy of the conclusion, if that is where we're asking our question from, that can actually create a bit of chaos in our lives and not the creative kind of chaos. (laughs) So I did begin to play with the question. I did learn to use the question and sort of develop the muscle of question 
what question can I ask? What is my question? What am I trying to ask here? And some of you might have heard me say this on the show because now I've just started to say it in the midst of conversation. So if you have any nervousness or any embarrassment uh, around when you get to those points when you're having conversations with people or the universe or yourself and you are not sure what you're trying to ask or what it is that you're trying to say, because often for so many of us there's so much information being delivered at us and there's so much information within our awareness that it can be pretty easy to get a little bit tripped up. So even saying it out loud can sometimes just kind of get you connected to who you be, to your energy, and get you into your awareness and into your capacities. So yeah, what if you could say it out loud? And and some of you have heard me in the midst of questions to my guests I'll stop and I will ask myself, what question am I trying to ask here? Or what am I trying to ask? Or what is a better way for me to ask this? Or what is something, um, what are the words I'm looking for? I just started asking it out loud. Because sometimes it's enough to change. It, it is really kind of what is required or all that is required to change the energy of what's going on and create more ease. Yeah. So how aware are we that, so many people are asking so many questions that really are not about asking. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> How many of us are so aware of so many people asking so many questions that are not really questions? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any sense of how aware you are? And do you have some sense of how it is a possibility you might be using your awareness not in your favor? You might not be choosing to let your awareness work for you. So it is the holiday time around many parts of the world right now. We're coming to the end of the, the calendar year, the Gregorian calendar year. And we're in the States, and I believe in some many other countries, some version of Christmas or holidays is being celebrated. And for Chris, for Christmas, which is one of the Christian holidays, um, there's this, um, well, it's a very interesting story. <laughs> what many people do, or what many of the kids are told to do, is make a list of what you want for Christmas. So what are you asking for? Did you learn to make a list of questions or make a list of things you wanted? Yeah. And what took place with all of that whole traditional sort of thing? Did you... What is your awareness? Oh, there's some interesting energy around that. <laughs> um, one of the things I was looking at as I was getting ready for the show was when we do that whole uh, make a list of what you want, there's something that goes on. There, it can be very powerful to write things down. I write a lot of things down. I make myself a lot of cue cards. I'm big on writing things down. What I'm also aware of is when we're making a list of what we want, the first probably 20 things we put on that list I've really begun to wonder, are those things we actually desire? Or are those things that we are thinking we're supposed to want? Or are those things that we're just sort of like telling ourselves we want? 
is it really what we desire, what we're putting on that list? Because what was on our list when we were kids, most of us who, who grew up with that that tradition of going to see Santa each year and telling Santa what you want, it was usually toys. And it was things to play with, which are fabulous <laughs> to foster that curiosity and that world of imaginative creation and keep those those creative juices flowing. Fabulous tools for that. And if we got into the habit of making a list of what we want and we were expecting us to that all we had to do was tell someone what we wanted, I wonder if we somewhere along the way stopped including ourselves in the creation of what we truly desire. Has anybody done that? <laughs> I came to the awareness well a few years ago now, and I still have moments that I recognize, I become aware in certain places I'm still excluding me from the process of creation of what I desire. Now we do have something in the chat room. Christine says she has something she'd like to play with. Are you would you like to come on live, Miss Christine? <laughs> Lily and I are ready and willing. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I was kind of playing on what you said. It was kind of a <laughs> just a poking statement. Uh -huh. It wasn't really a a big conversation play with. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I the, sorry, Keisha. But the one thing that I really popped with what you were saying was mm -hmm. the energy of the question. I would love to hear more about yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So let's let's ask the universe first, or however you desire to ask your question, to ask this particular question. The way I do it is, universe, show me the energy of me now, please. Yeah. So everybody, take a breath, please. Just let any of your your concerns, the intensities in your universe. Anything that's creating a wall or a barrier for you to receiving your awareness, <sighs> let's just let that fall away. Universe, show me the energy of me now, please. There we are. Yeah. So we have our knowing. We have our awareness. We have our capacities. We don't always choose to function from our awareness of those, of, of consciously being present with that and as that. Um, and there's so much going on. It's not about making you wrong if, if that is what happens for you. It's about remembering whenever you can to get in touch with you to get present with you and as you what i'm finding is that if i'm asking my question from a frenzied place from a frustrated place from um an angry place <laughs> it's it's not that you don't ever want to do that i will not tell you to never do that uh, i find that to be near impossible what i will tell you however and invite you to do is that when you can get into you, get to, with your energy and be present with and as you, 
and ask the questions from the energy of what you desire, you're actually creating from the space of you. And you, partnering with the universe, can create at lightning speed. You being present with you and as you, partnering with the universe, can co-create in ways that you cannot imagine. It is really, truly beyond what we can forecast. It's beyond what we can conclude. And when we're trying to... um, Often, when we're trying to create, and I'm using my air quotes, <laughs> we have already determined that it's something we have to do in the physical world. And therefore, it must show up a certain way in the physical world. So when we're functioning from the energy of the physical world being the marker of creation actually happening, or the success of our creation, if you will, we're actually not including a huge portion of what we of our capabilities of our capacities of the energy of us so the energy from which we're asking the question refers to for me are you being present with and as you and are you actually being willing to allow the universe to respond to your question So what is your question? What is it that you've been asking for? Have you been asking for information? Have you been asking for things? Have you been asking for people to show up in the world? Have you been asking for clarity? Have you been asking for relief? Have you been asking for fun things to do in your life? What have you been asking for and where have you been asking from? Yeah, and guess what? Wherever you've been asking from, you don't have to try to go back to all of those places and change those questions. (laughs) You can actually ask more than one question in your whole lifetime. (laughs) And for any of you who know me, you might laugh because I am one of the people who asks tons of questions. And there are a few people in the chat room who can attest to that. (laughs) And sometimes it is not to their liking when I'm asking all those questions. (laughs) And what if multiple questions are actually required? What if it actually takes more than one question? Would you be willing to ask more than one question? Yeah. Yeah. So if you weren't using your ask to separate yourself, meaning if you weren't functioning from conclusion, if you were actually asking your question from the energy you be, I wonder what would begin to show up. I wonder if things would begin to show up more quickly. Yeah. And here's another question. Are you acknowledging what is showing up? even if you can't see it yet. I wonder how many of us are killing our creations because we've concluded that it's not happening because it's not looking like what we concluded it was supposed to look like 
when we were asking our question. And now that I have created some seriously tilted puppy dog heads in the world, <laughs> we're going to go to our next break. And you just be present with this energy for a few minutes, would you? You're listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, your queen asker for this hour. <laughs> and we will be back right after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to our last segment for today of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. We're going to jump back into question in just a moment. And first, I would like to share with you something that I'm cooking up in my proverbial virtual kitchen. And that is a monthly membership program that I'm going to be playing with for 2016. And right now, if you go to livingwell.com, L-I-V-I-N-G-W-E-A-L.com, which the link is on this replay page, so you have to do is scroll down and click, you can actually go into the possibilities page and one of them is the B&B &B sessions, and that is the Bodies and Beings sessions. We're going to have a monthly call. We're going to bring everything that's up for us to the table and start to play with what is a way and what is required and how much fun could it be for us, the beings, 
to be in greater co-creation and communion with our bodies. What do our bodies desire us to be knowing and acknowledging? And what do we know that we can be acknowledging that would allow us to be creating way, way more fun, fabulousness, and possibly lots more happy, yummy sex in our lives? (laughs) And for those of you who think you know what I mean by that, I would invite you to come to the website and check that out. What would that be like? And so that's what we're going to play with. And right now, before... um, I believe it's going to be the middle of January because our first call is going to be the middle of January. Um, I will give everybody until the first call to be able to sign up for the full year of 2016 at a very, very gifted rate of $20 per month. So that's $20 for per month for a call with me for 12 months that I will facilitate and invite you into greater awareness clarity and a totally different perspective for you, the being, to be functioning with and playing with your amazing body. And quite possibly, um, how many of our bodies would enjoy communion with each other? How many of our bodies would enjoy getting to have a monthly call to release, remove, clear, eliminate the things that are keeping us or that we are using to keep ourselves from receiving what we truly desire and creating way, way more and greater in our lives. So scroll down this replay page, my friends, click on the website link, and come on over and check that out. And you can always play with me on Facebook if you want to bring a message to me there. It is Living Well with Keisha on Facebook. So that is also uh, a live link on this replay page. So just scroll down and click away, and you can continue to listen to this replay. All right. So we're coming into the last bit here, and I'm going to sort of – combine a few things. I actually came up with some fun things to play with with asking questions. And I would like to share those with you. And you can replay this replay as many times as you'd like to get those things, or you can write them down if you want and play with having cue cards, whichever works for you. Um, I do both. <laughs> I play things lots of times, and I make myself cue cards. So if you're one of those, you can. that's fun too. There is no wrong way to do this. And what if there was no wrong way to ask your question? So everything that you might be concluding from anything I've said today, if you're trying to make yourself wrong for the way you've been asking your question or what you've been asking, would you please stop that now and be willing to choose something totally different, like maybe be in allowance of you (laughs) and the way things work for you and not give yourself a hard time. Yeah, awesome, cool. Thank you for that. So one more little point about the projection thing about the the conclusion thing. I just totally got it backwards. But we're coming to the word projection. And what I'd like for you to be playing with is, are you projecting your conclusion into your future as the only possible result of the question you're asking, thereby eliminating the possibilities of creating what you desire? Boom. (laughs) I just saw lots of eyes blinking. You will have to play that again (laughs) a few times (laughs) and be present with that question. And everywhere you're doing that, yeah, would you be willing to choose something different now? Like maybe actually asking a question without the expectation of what should happen because you've asked a question. So I'm going to give you some tools to do that. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do when you're asking your questions is remove the element of time. 
just remove the element of time. Yeah, lots of confusion, lots of crazy expressions on people's faces on that one. Here we go. Time is what? An invention. Time is man-made. Time is not something that was handed to us from any deity. It is simply a unit of measurement. So if we're using time as one of the elements of how we create, as one of the requirements, what are we actually saying to the universe? I'm giving you open carte blanche to create with me, or I'm restricting to this particular limitation what you can create with me. So remove the element of time. Now, does this mean don't have, you know, like, yes, we have work schedules, we have project deadlines, we have all those kinds of things. If I didn't show up at the appropriate time for my show each week, you'd have dead air, and Christine would be very pissed off. And I don't think my show would last for very long. So yes, time is a part of what we do. However, if you remove it as one of the priorities of creating, I wonder what would change for you in the process of receiving what you're asking for. So remove the element of time. I'm also going to ask you to remove the result. So everything you are concluding, everything you are expecting your creation to show up as, I'm going to ask you to remove it. And I'm going to ask you instead to play with what is the energy of what I am desiring here. And if it shows up as a red Maserati, awesome. And if it shows up as a new beautiful horse with a, a five-acre property and a barn attached, awesome. And if it shows up as a new friend that you can go to dinner with every week and create amazing awesomeness in your life as a result of or in, as, a, as part of the fun of, awesome. What are those energies that I just talked about? What are the energies of all those things? Well, for me, the energy of fun, freedom, joy, communion, fellowship, discovery, those are energies. Those are things that I really enjoy receiving and experiencing. So remove the result. That's number two. And I wonder if you could let go of those things, if it would free up the universe to bring you something even more amazing than what you can imagine. So we're removing the element of time and we're removing the result from the equation. The next thing is I'm going to ask you to release everything that does not allow you to ask. Everything that's known and unknown, seen and unseen in this life or any other. You don't have to know what that means. I'm just going to ask you to release it. Everything that does not allow you to ask your question. Yeah. Because sometimes we're asking, but it's not really what we're desiring. We're just sort of going through the motions. So everything that does not allow you to ask for what you truly desire, would you be willing to let go of all of that? The next thing I'm going to ask you to do is be willing to revise your questions. Ask another question. That is a part of the process of receiving what you're asking for. Revise your question. Your question is going to bring you information, and that information is going to give you a different sense of what to ask for. It's going to you'll be sort of riding the wave of creation that way. So revise your questions and be willing to ask another question. And here's a biggie. 
I'm going to ask you to be acknowledging everything that is showing up, even if it's not what you think you were asking for. Because that, my friends, is where you begin to go into your conclusion again, and you begin to project that conclusion into your future as the only possible outcome, which will seriously limit, in fact, in many cases, prevent you from having what you are asking for. So I'm going to ask you to acknowledge everything that is showing up. And that is a part of revising your question, receiving the information to revise your question and, and ask another question. When you acknowledge what is showing up, you get more information and awareness, and so does the universe. It gets clearer on what to bring you. And I'm going to ask you to receive the energy of what your ask is creating, starting the moment you ask. Receive the energy of what you, your ask is creating, beginning with your ask. So what do I mean by that? The moment you put your question into the universe, it goes into motion. So the energy instantly, quantum speed instantly begins to shift in the universe as it readies itself to bring you the creation you are desiring. And what I would invite you to do is receive what you're asking for the moment you're asking it. And part of what this does is it actually requires that you get out of conclusion. In order for you to be acknowledging the energy that begins to churn and bubble and stir in the universe as you're putting your question out into it, you cannot have a conclusion and be acknowledging what your question is creating at the same time. So, remove the element of time, remove the result. Oh my goodness, I just lost my place! Ah! Be willing to release everything that does not allow you to ask your question, be willing to ask another question, and begin receiving the energy of what your ask is creating at the moment you ask it. Enjoy your asking, my beautiful friends. Happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?